Hi guys, welcome to Midweek Hanash with Yvonne and Kay. Hello. Hi Dai. Hi Dai, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, very chill as always. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm chilling right now too. <laughs> um, yeah. You're not in Vancouver, right? I'm not in Vancouver, so I'm yeah just hanging out. How's the weather there? Uh, it was pretty sunny this morning, but cold. Uh, I think the temperature windy? was like three, three to four degrees. A bit oh. windy, yes, because we're close to the water. So we were walking um, this morning along the riverside, and it was pretty cold. And I've seen some blocks of of ice, mm. you know, from the snow. In the river? Yeah, by the riverside. Mm. So, like, maybe two or three inches thick wow. of, yeah, of ice. Okay, here it's zero degrees. Oh, my God. Yeah, but there's a forecast of freezing rain starting tonight until wow. early morning. But tomorrow's going to be very wet because it's going to be very rainy and 11 degrees, which is the very first for Quebec. Oh, it's getting warmer then. Yeah, and uh, I, I just checked the weather for next week, and it's all positive. So um looking forward to spring, finally. Yeah, that's why it was so funny, because um when I packed my stuff uh, before coming here, I only brought, like, very light clothes and mm -hmm. jacket, mm -hmm. and I didn't bother really packing too much mm. and so I based my clothes from the weather in Vancouver <laughs> which was really sunny so it's sunny like over the weekend and um, in the few more days after the weekend yeah so I I packed very light, light. clothes and almost like spring spring clothes mm -hmm. and then when we got here last night it was so windy windy oh. It was windy and it was really cold uh -huh. that my jacket wasn't enough. My down jacket wasn't enough. Oh. And I had to I had to grab um some windbreaker. It wasn't enough. Like it was really cold last mm -hmm. night. I should be considerate of the of the, the weather. You know the wind, wind trail is like next level here in Canada. So even if the temperatures let's say just range from zero to four degrees but with a wind chill it would kill you yeah it's a game changer each time yeah true <laughs> and i was just talking to my best friend um from winnipeg earlier uh, -huh. uh just before we talked and she was like um saying that they they are currently minus 20 or 20 minus 26 right now wow so she's like, I'm, she's had enough and she wanted to take some, you know, holidays outside Winnipeg. I bet. <laughs> because it's just too much. I mean, I can't imagine. I think the worst that we had last winter or, well, it's still winter. Mm. But yeah, but I think it was minus 18 and that was the worst. So I couldn't imagine, you know, minus 20, minus 30 mm -hmm. or minus 40. In March. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, before now it, with the climate change and everything, it's getting warmer or the winter in Quebec is getting 
shorter, I guess, comparing to previous years that I lived here. Even with March and April being like almost spring months, April being already spring, it would still be very cold. We would still have like a lot of snow, snow some snowstorms here and there, but now it's uh it's march first week of march and it's unbelievable that we're getting the positive temperatures so um yeah i guess with that's uh climate change to blame probably yeah yeah i mean like last time it felt like spring already down in um, lower mainland but i've seen some you know snow icons and my weather Mm. uh for next week i think it's unlikely but Sometimes it happens, like it still snows, yeah, but we'll see. Yeah. So, Dai, Annie, how was your week? Yeah, how was your, okay, I'll go first. Yeah, go. <laughs> uh, how was my week? Well, again, I worked, but it was, it was fine. And what else did I do? <laughs> oh, the highlight of the week oh. was, the highlight of the week was the um the gas prices spiking up oh i saw on instagram two dollars per liter in vancouver yes yes two dollars and that's only what i can think of i mean like if i try to you know go somewhere i like i i hesitate now (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to fill up my gas with like $2 per liter. And one time I went to the mall. Oh, yesterday it was yesterday. I went to the mall and I had to walk because I know we, we just live like right across the mall. And before wow, I, I would you. drive, I would drive going to the mall. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but yesterday <laughs> I walked. It's good exercise. That's good. And I saved some gas. <laughs> True. Because it's very close anyway. And I think for people who are going in the same direction or who work at the same place, go to school at the same school, I guess it will be best to do a carpool. Exactly. From now on. And just share, like split the price of a full tank. Well, yeah. I, I, I will have to look for a workmate who lives closer to my home so I can split gas with her. Yeah. Like, it's a very good idea. Yeah, actually, there's one, but our schedule is different from each other. So, sometimes I work with her on the same shift, but I don't know. Probably I'll I'll ask her (laughs) if she's up for it. Yeah. I mean, some... um budget uh, hacks for the month right tipid tips yeah as i would say it but how about you how was your week um well mostly i did some chores and finally i got to finish euphoria until season two oh good for you yeah hey so you're finally caught up yeah finally i mean the the season ender was I know, well. I know, but we're not gonna spoil it yeah. to our viewers, or else 
they're gonna cancel us <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's but, for you to find out guys yeah. but um, it was just wow we're gonna tackle some uh, points about the show but we're not gonna spoil it to you guys so what do you think what do you think of the of the whole season and like in general um well for season two it's a bit of a step up from season one obviously mm-hmm. but the whole show in general it just really scares me I mean um, obviously I want to have you know kids of my own someday and I'm thinking of them being raised here in Canada being more liberated and um, you know uh, weed marijuana is legal here like they can do all sorts of drugs that can happen actually from friends from school and parties and all that and I kind of thought to myself like what would my kids be like when they grow up I just hope they won't be like this the kids from euphoria (laughs) it really scares me yeah it can be really scary and a bit alarming yeah Mm -hmm. yeah very like I have a 14 year old niece and yeah I, I do worry about her too like the influences she gets from you know from social media from from YouTube from what she sees online it could influence her like especially at her age now and you know if they watch it for I'm not saying that they shouldn't watch it for you but they should be guided if they get to be interested with the show mm-hmm. and what the show is like telling us is you know what's really going on with the kids now right yeah it's the reality maybe some exaggeration but i don't i don't even know anymore <laughs> yeah but but yeah it's really happening uh drug use what sex um, Sex, yes, pornography. Yeah, pornography. Um, um, alcohol. Child pornography. <laughs> yeah, child pornography and a lot more. I mean, it's good that um, people get to be aware mm-hmm. of these problems, but... Their struggles as well. Yeah, their struggles. The struggles of the kids, teenagers now. But yeah, I think there should also be guidance Mm -hmm. like adult supervision if Mm -hmm. a minor watches these types of films obviously they would maybe hide it from their parents but um just a reminder for any adolescent uh, listening to us like just um learn from the lessons of the characters in the series Mm -hmm. you know um for me like the main character rue yep played by Zendaya I'm just uh, I'm I feel very sad for the character because I'm sure that she's a very good person like she's a good friend she's a good sister but um the trauma that she had uh when um should I say it <laughs> never mind but the trauma that she had yeah in the story um really affected how she handled and how she navigated through that journey um, with the decisions that she made like all the you know the drug abuse and such Mm -hmm. like the trauma that she had was a big effect 
Yeah, big factor. Big factor in her whole being, uh, which I can totally relate because I've also been through, you know, that kind of situation in my life. But um, if only someone maybe, or maybe the parent would have uh, just um, done something, let's say brought her to the, I don't know, psychologist or something to talk about what she's feeling, um, probably she would have a better way of coping things. Mm-hmm. It's in my opinion. Yeah, but I think also, um, I think the whole family suffered too, right? Yeah, yeah. After that traumatic incident. So uh, it adds up. It adds up to the situation, to the problem, which really affected Rue. Mm. Um, but that that's the thing. We have different um, coping mechanisms. Uh-huh. We cope True. differently. So she found her way of coping um, using drugs. So mm. you can't really blame her for that too. Yeah. But again, it's, it's just pretty messy. <laughs> yeah, it's her way of escape again, I think, yeah. from the reality of things. It's like maybe she forgets her problems every time she uses drugs. But mm-hmm. yeah. But even other characters in the story, um, like you would as you go on with the each episode, you would understand why they act this way, right? Yeah. Why they are doing what they're doing. Yeah. And have you personally noticed that to like the generation now, the Gen Z? Um, have you like compared mm-hmm. how how we were brought up in the world? Yes, that's true. <laughs> to um, them right now. Yeah, I mean, their generation is more entitled, more I don't know the term woke with the the issues yeah. going on in the world, and they always have an opinion about everything and. Um, they're mo- maybe more outspoken than us, but I can't really tell because we were brought up in a conservative country mm-hmm. and we moved to um, a very liberated country when we were what? like uh, We were like adults. Late 20s? <laughs> yeah, adults. Yeah, adults. <laughs> Basically adults already. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And How about I mean, you? it's hard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. hard because, yeah, like what you said, um, during our teenage days we were in a conservative you know place in a conservative country we had our conservative ways and like growing up um like our values were so strong Mm. just because we're we're so grounded because we still live with our parents even after college Mm -hmm. and it's just different with how they are being raised here um like in canada or in the western side of the world Mm. um yeah you're right that they are pretty um pretty much entitled like uh like they seek for answers each time Mm. and they know how to how to um like express themselves how to get what they want mm-hmm. but if i can compare it with how we were brought up um like me personally 
I just had to deal with everything like if my family or my parents decide on something for me then I just follow it I respect it Uh it's like I didn't have a voice but it wasn't a big deal for me that time Mm. right like okay um, I should be respectful I have to follow my parents or I have to follow my elders what they say what they do Um, but here they are more on um, they they're very much into you know their own personal rights like Uh I have I have this right I have um, you shouldn't stop me from doing what I want it's my right Uh so that's what they always say and most of the time they get what they want exactly so um do you think that uh, they may be in season three let's say when they graduate from high school do you think it would be another set of um struggles for the characters (laughs) I think it will be more on the consequences of their actions, right? Mm, yeah. Um, like, I think it also helped. I I didn't I didn't write any I I didn't write sorry I didn't um read any write ups about you know the plans for the next season, but mm-hmm. I do think that um that's why they they are taking like two years break. Mm-hmm. Oh, two years! I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So the next season will be out in 2024. Wow. I think that w- was already planned. I mean, like, um, in terms of the storyline-wise, so they will be more mature. Mm. That's, I don't know, it's just That's me. That's nice. That's what I thought about, or maybe it, there was a different reason, but, <laughs> but it was just me, like... But, you know, I when you said yeah. two years, I was already thinking about my life, like... What could happen to me in two years? Wow. Imagine that. Wow. How come I didn't think about that? <laughs> Maybe because I just live my my life like one day at a time. <laughs> yeah. But you I mean, know, being an adult, you have a lot of things to worry about. Well, yeah, I guess I'm not too, I'm not too adult enough compared to you. <laughs> I'm not doing adulting enough compared to you. <laughs> And speaking of adulting, yeah. What were the things that um changed? Change, yeah, to your life, like being a a full grown-up, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think I was thrown into adulting at it's not really for Filipinos, probably it's at an early age. Because um, my family moved to the States when I was 21. So um, I, I kind of rented a place on my own in the city because it's closer to where I work. And I was alone. And um, obviously at that time, we really relied on, you know, helpers or my mom to do the cooking, to do like laundry and all that stuff. Like I didn't even think that it would happen to me that one day I would do everything by myself but it did so I was not prepared to do everything on my own but I had no choice um when I was in the Philippines though I didn't really bother with cooking because you know you can just buy food everywhere and it's really cheap yeah karinderia karinderia and you know so you can just eat anywhere and it's really cheap and uh, laundry I mean I can just like choose any laundry to pick up 
my laundry and then have it washed and then they can just deliver it back it wasn't really such a big uh, burden but uh, you know the whole cleaning of the, the apartment like <laughs> it was really a, a big change especially like cleaning the bathroom like it was something that i detest like i really don't like but i learned to um, adapt and learn it on my own and um when i moved to canada you know a lot of changes um Obviously, it's like more expensive here, so I have to do my own cooking. I mean, not eat out all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's your bills. Um, you always have to make sure that you pay before the due date. You have the cleaning. You have um, insurance and all that stuff. So speaking of insurance, I actually just paid my insurance today and my life Ooh. insurance. Yeah. So one... Uh, one thing ticked off from my list and uh, I, I processed my tax for because it's the tax season here in Canada. So I haven't that... yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, How about you? How... Well, maybe that's what... why because I haven't Change. really I haven't really asked you about that before. Mm. So I just thought that when you came here to Canada, that was like the beginning uh, of your, you know, adulting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because Oh, yeah, I didn't know about you living by yourself in Cebu. Yeah, uh, because um, we live actually far. For those Cebu listeners, we live in Liluan, which is north of Cebu. And it's pretty far from downtown IT Park, which mm. was the place I worked. Oh. And um, I just don't want to be like late. So I don't drive. So I prefer mm. to um, stay downtown. And um, I mean, I still had my older sister when they left, when my family left for the States, but um, she was kind of navigating into marriage and, uh, you know, she had a separate life. So uh, I was just really living on my own. Oh, well, good for you. At least you had sort of a warm up. Yeah. Before before you came here. That's true. God actually really prepared my life to be uh, independent before throwing me into a foreign country. Well, mm-hmm. good for you, Dai. Well, Thank in you. my case, I lived with my parents <laughs> since, <laughs> since what? Since childhood. Since birth. Until, <laughs> yeah, since birth until, um, what, my early adult days. Oh. Until, I, until I got married. And, and moved to Canada? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, it was different for me because I was sheltered yeah I, I understand. all my life all yeah. my life and um when I came here so that's where when everything started like I had to I had to remind myself each time that oh you have to you have to adapt um you have to take the role of being a wife um to your husband and mm-hmm. you have to deal with you know the changes that yeah. goes um when you are starting your own family mm-hmm. right so uh i expected actually myself to be more um hands-on like mm-hmm. you know cleaning every day or mm-hmm. doing this doing more chores each time but the thing is my husband didn't impose Mm -hmm. those things to me, Mm -hmm. which I'm happy about. (laughs) Like he's not pressured. 
yeah, I was never pressured. He just let me be. Let, mm-hmm. I mean, let me do whatever I want. But of course, with, you know, I should still be responsible of whatever. But but he didn't impose uh, to me that, oh, you should do this. You should do the laundry. You should cook for me, cook breakfast mm-hmm. for me. You should work. You should do this. But it was just like my own decisions. Mm-hmm to do those for him yeah um but the thing is like he already had his own routines Mm -hmm. before i came here so it basically just remained the same like he wakes up for work he prepares his own breakfast he only gets he only um drinks smoothie for breakfast so usually i don't bother getting up in Mm -hmm. the morning wow but yeah but with like when I started working so I had bills to pay already um I contribute to the expense at home mm-hmm. um and I had to you know some help with my family back in the Philippines so it's a bit different I should say but somehow my husband made things easy for me mm-hmm. so I think that's the that's the advantage of having a partner. That's true. Like you are not it's alone. It's a team. Yeah. yeah, it's a team effort, and you are not alone in whatever you're encountering, especially with expenses. Mm-hmm. And I should say, okay, he'll gonna listen to this, but he pretty much spoiled me. Aww. <laughs> so good for you, Dai. Good for Charles to think about you that way. Yeah, to spoil but you. I don't wanna, you know, I don't wanna keep it inside my head like mm-hmm. oh it's okay it's just there yeah. but you know I should also be I should sustain mm-hmm. myself like yeah, independently really yeah. <laughs> yeah your codependent uh, partners um, with our relationship with Medi as well uh, what I really like about it is even though we are from different cultures different races um, I never felt like I can uh, do just everything for him. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's also a very team effort with regards to the chores at home. If I do the cooking, it's always, I mean, 100% of the time I do the cooking and then he always does the cleaning, the washing of the dishes. <laughs> and then he does the laundry and um, uh, vacuum the the stuff like everywhere at home and then I do the cleaning of the bathroom so everything is divided between us mm, fair it's very fair and mm. also with in terms with the expenses at home because um I don't want money to be like a source of problem in the future or whatever mm. just because you know like maybe taboo is I mean money is a taboo thing mm. for for everyone so um, we decided to have everything split, you know, 50-50. So everything yeah. from, you know, the rental, the all the bills at home. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be something that we need to discuss, you know. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes, yeah, you're right that it can cause a problem, right? Mm-hmm. If nothing is set. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it's very really important, important, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you set boundaries, like not just on like money wise but with everything right Uh like what do you guys want uh, or what do you guys don't want like Uh with each other or like 
around the house. Yeah, set expectations. Yeah, set expectations, set limits. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) What a very uh, inspiring talk. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't expect it to be like, like that. Because they were just talking about euphoria and all that. <laughs> but, but it's very but yeah. nice transition. It is. And I think we really need to go deeper about mm-hmm. adulting, like expenses and financial. financial. Planning. Yeah. Um, it will really help, you know, us and also our listeners who are of the same age as us mm-hmm. who are still navigating um, their financial other financial aspects of their lives right Mm -hmm. yeah or anything like that but hopefully we'll get to plan for the next episode for the next episode (laughs) we're not gonna promise yeah but uh, we're gonna try and uh, bring someone in who has uh, more knowledge about it and um, can talk about financial planning budgeting Mm -hmm. especially in the adult life yeah, and it will also help us as well mm-hmm. that we get insights insights from our guests. Yes. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. For episode five, hopefully. <laughs> okay, but no promises. Okay. No promises, because last time we said that episode four would have a guest, but surprise, <laughs> it's just us. So um, we're going to try our best for the next episode if yeah. our, our guest is free. So we'll let you know. Yep. No expectations and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been nice talking to you again. Yeah. For about... another episode yeah. <laughs> of this midweek. Hanash. Daming Hanash. Hanash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's it for today. Yeah, it's a wrap. And thank you guys for listening. I hope uh, you continue to support us and listen to the next episode. Yes, thank you again for listening. Hope to see you on the next one. Bye. See you.